Welcome back to Old Nerd, Young Nerd. I'm Derek. I'm Todd. And we're back with another Zombies episode. Um, sorry for the delay, folks. <laughs> it's been a few, probably a month and a half at this point since the last episode was posted. And it's my bad. I had one and just kept posting all the cards. So apologies for that on my editing side. Um, so a quick reminder of where we are. Uh, in the last few episodes, Todd had just gotten his new HK4, the police SWAT unit. And he took them and HK1 out into the town to kind of check out what was going on. They followed some of those other humans back to the store owner's home. Uh, they went back to the office building, kind of thought they were being followed, but it turns out it was just a patrol. And as they were getting ready to head back to camp, they got contacted on the radio by the owner of the office. Um, well, the owner of the uh, electronics store. And he basically said that he wants to join up with Todd. So yes. they're going to arrange <laughs> they're going to arrange a meeting in the future to kind of extract him from that uh, from his house, if that's indeed where he is. Um, so the last episode ended, Todd just got back to camp to rest and in the morning, uh, some more people from his allied town will be coming over. So we're going to pick up there. Um, it's morning time and basically like clockwork, it's 8am and the convoy's coming. So I'm assuming everything's kind of going to work like last time. Yeah, I mean, just not to rehash everything, we're we're going to send them to the tennis courts uh, for a couple of days just to make sure no one's infected. Yeah. Uh, to make sure that they're not um, going to be turning into zombies. Thankfully, no one has yet. Um, so, you know, that's, that's a good plan. Uh, we're still going to be working on shoring up our defenses. Uh, now that we're having more people, we're going to be building out and into the woods. Yep. I still want the the front of the campsite pretty much obscured uh, from any um, casual observation. Uh, obviously, with more people, there's going to be more noise and everything else. I want to try to keep that to a minimum, you know, and just start uh, slowly building out uh, from there. Obviously, you know, once we get these more uh, people in there, I want to start uh, more hunting teams and start drilling with a turtle, uh, as we talked about before. Because we're a ways out of Philly, but I mean, eventually, I think that that mess of zombies are going to be coming our way, and I want to be prepared. So I just want to start strengthening our defenses and everything else to get get all set up for that. And that's what I'm going to be planning on doing. Well, and uh, the last time you got people, they brought some some practice shields for you to use. Right. If you recall, you have, uh, I believe, five practice shields. Right. Which obviously isn't enough, but it's it's enough to start getting people used to them. Yeah, and to get into formation, even if they don't have them, um, to start drilling them uh, to hopefully uh, save us when the next um, zombie attack comes. Uh, you know, and take it from there. Okay, so basically like clockwork, 
8 a.m. You guys take down your front cover of the camp. The convoy comes in. Um, all the all the building materials get offloaded. Then the the new recruits get offloaded and escorted over to the camp after a quick check. Like usual, there's no there's like you know minor scrapes and bumps, but doesn't look like any zombie bites at all. Okay. So the new people are in quarantine, and by 9 a.m. The convoy is rolling back out to the other town. Uh, So you have some more building materials. You have 10 more people in quarantine, which um, it's four more families. I don't know if you want their names now or you want me to say them later. No, we can wait till later um, because I don't know if they're actually infected or not. Uh, Best not to get used to people if we have to uh, end their lives. So. Don't get attached. <laughs> yeah. yeah, don't name exactly. them. Exactly. <laughs> See, at least uh, at least I'm uh, rational about the whole yeah, thing. Yeah. So don't don't name them lest you get attached. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. You don't. Okay. You don't want to really want to make friends with possible zombies. You know. Um. But you know, we'll we'll take it from there. Uh. But um. So with this uh shipment, one one family has a dog with them. Oh, what kind of dog is it? It is a German Shepherd. Oh, nice. Is it trained? He's pretty obedient, yes. Is he, like, police trained? No. Okay. But he's, you know, a good, like, family guard dog. We'll no, I mean, that'll be good for, you know, uh, our dog population to, you know, um, hopefully let us know of zombies before we see the zombies. Obviously, they have better hearing, uh, better smell. Uh, better nasal factories than we do. So here's to hoping. All right. So I know it's the um, last time you had said you didn't want to talk to the mayor about this new recruit from the, um, the electronics store owner until you kind of found out more about him. Is that still your, is that still? um... Yeah, because we don't really know where he stands. Uh, right now, I don't know if this is sort of some sort of ploy, uh, to get in with us and, um, see what our defenses are and everything like that, because the worst enemy in the zombie apocalypse are not the zombies. It's the other humans. So we got to be careful on that. I don't want to give, uh, the mayor any false hope. I also don't want to have to deal with him saying, you know, uh, interfering in, you know, our vetting process uh, mm-hmm. that we have set up, you know, just to make sure we're not uh, put in harm's way uh, unnecessarily from unknown factors. Okay, so you might, we'll say maybe you make a mental note to kind of grill the guy a little more next time you communicate with him. Yeah, I mean, if, yeah, if he uh, reaches out, then definitely we want to give a little talking to and see, see what they're up to. Um, have I we guess, heard anything? Oh, I'm sorry. Get I there. guess, I guess your biggest question at this point is like, why you and why not those other people? Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things because he knows nothing about us. So it's kind of weird. Um, you know, we did ransack a store, but you know, that's, that's just <laughs> sort of, you know, uh, the way that the things are now, um, obviously there's a different type of economy that's going to be set up in this type of situation where it's kind of survival of the fittest. So I just kind of want to, you know, feel him out and see what he can tell me about that other group. Cause we still don't really know. 
We still haven't really engaged the other group in any meaningful way or any insignificant way, to be honest with you, because we've been kind of hiding, which, you know, I always think is preferable to fighting because, you know, obviously with zombies, they're going to bite and scratch and attack you, but uh, humans have more wherewithal to plan an assault and everything like that. So I, you know, as long as I can avoid another group I can and I want to find out about the other group as much as possible before I do anything with the other group because they also seem to be very um, organized like we are and that can sometimes lead to trouble so the next time that guy calls I want to I just want to talk to him and see what he thinks about the other group and why he wants to be with us um, and you know take it from there I was also wondering, have any of our patrols uh, in the woods heard or seen anything from a zombie perspective? Um, Because I kind of want to know as soon as possible if we've got a zombie incursion coming in, too. So I kind of want to be aware of that as well um, with those patrols. And, you know, also want once everyone's up and up and ready, start drilling with with the turtle. Uh, maneuver and i also want to get more shields more more reinforced shields i also need uh, more long spears too uh to help with with the zombie uh issue so uh when you got back from um your incursion into that town Mm -hmm. you got a report from the patrol for the the evening patrols that said they didn't find anything Mm -hmm. and when you woke up obviously they don't go deep into the woods in the middle of the night but like they didn't find anything around the camp right uh during the the evening security patrols okay so basically you have uh patrols in the woods right now Mm -hmm. they won't they won't be reporting back until like noon or so okay and you got a security report from your allies at the other town when they dropped off the materials that they haven't seen anything either. Okay. Obviously, since they've, they're kind of focused on sending manpower your way now, they're not going out as far as they used to. Right. But they're still kind of going out like a mile and they haven't seen anything within a mile of the town. Now, didn't we get a couple of drones from that electronics store? You do have some drones. Yes. Have those been active and have they seen anything? Um, you've technically haven't deployed them yet. So I guess we'll say they're, they were charging. Okay. And All being right, well, programmed and such, but yeah, now, uh, now that you've, now that you've said something, we can definitely start incorporating them. All right. Yeah. I want to um, get a team just on that. And I want them to not look just for zombies, but also any unusual animal movements in the area because that could also be indicative of uh, a larger force coming our way, whether they be humans or, or uh, zombies. So I want them to be aware of that. I want uh, to make them aware of that when they're um, flying the drones. Um, And I'm, I'm assuming that the electricity is still on for right now. Um, For now it is still on. Yes. So, you know, we'll, we'll keep recharging them and, and sending them out to, to see what they can see. And but, I'm, uh, you know, I want, I'm sorry, what were you I'm saying? I'm actually that? going to explain the electricity situation a little bit 
in okay. case people are wondering why you still have power. Okay. Uh, and obviously, I don't know if this area in real life is powered this way, but for the sake of the story, you're uh, being powered. Your electricity comes from the nuclear power plant, which I don't know if anyone knows about how nuclear power plants are defended, but they're defended very well. <laughs> So they can right. keep emitting power longer in the event of uh, situations like this. Okay. All right. Um, so eventually it might still fail, but you're kind of set up in a in a good situation for now. All right. Um, I also want to, because I didn't know if there was a nuclear power plant, if there was a dam, um, but that that's actually good to know. Because I do want to send a team there just to see how it is, because... If no one's, uh, you know, 95% of those nuclear power plants and basically any other power plant are 95% automated. Mm-hmm. Um, but I want to send someone there just because I don't want those. I, I want to make sure that they're still active. There's still people running them. And I want to see if we have to worry about a risk of kind of like uh, a meltdown or something like that, kind of like a la Three Mile Island. Or something so, like that. Fun fact: uh, one of my professors in college used to work at nuclear power plants. Mm-hmm. So one nuclear power plant can be shut down via any other nuclear power plant in the event of an incident. Oh, really? I did not know that. Yeah, is that is that actually? Uh, are you just making that up for? A story no, I'm not. I'm not true? making that up. That's 100 percent real life. I was told that by someone who works in nuclear power plants. I was watching this, um, you know, as a as a quick aside, I was watching this thing on um, the Russian meltdown. And basically it was due to inferior materials, which the United States does not employ. Mm-hmm. And part of their part of their issue was they, they just used the cheapest materials they could and the cheapest ways of cooling the rods, um, the radioactive rods that they could. Um, Chernobyl couldn't think of the name at first chernobyl uh meltdown but uh the united states has uh uh, used a lot better um cooling cooling techniques as well as materials so hopefully it shouldn't be an issue but i also want to make sure at some point go back to the story that we're not in danger of you know fallout um so i want to eventually maybe within the next week or so have a team go out there and uh, find out what they can find out on that. All right. Well, just, just, uh, but that's interesting to know about the whole, you can turn one off from another. Yeah. uh, I I think that was um, further continuing our aside. That was as a result of three mile Island. mm -hmm. So that was almost, that was almost a uh, nuclear explosion. Um, similar to Chernobyl. Yeah. Um, so yeah, it did like not happen. a power plant in California could turn off one in New Jersey, essentially. In, the event, in, the, in the event of uh, like something tragic happening. But we also know that Japan, same thing happened in Japan. That guy had to die in order to, to um, get that uh, system turned off. Right. So, you know, um, Thankfully, that's in place, but I, I still want to send someone or a group of people there just to see where we stand. So, just, even if it's just to to map out where they are, but I, I you know, I so 
the power plant for the sake of story is like 20 miles from you just okay. so you know so wh- whoever yeah, you send it down. whoever it's gonna you be send, a while yeah they're gonna it's gonna be a definitely like a few day journey mm-hmm. okay not well, that not that you more. can't drive 20 miles in one day but if you're going like trying to be stealthy and quiet about it right no 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 i get you um so that's actually good to know because i'll send a bigger group uh there with them uh i'm probably gonna wait till this next group of 10 people gets out of quarantine and send a couple of them along with other more experienced people and then see if anyone has any nuclear knowledge. Um, I think that's what we got to do too, is we have to uh, post a, um, what everybody does or what everybody did pre-apocalypse to, so to, you know, for, you know, for yeah. their, yeah. their background I know. knowledge. Thing. I know we've talked so about we gotta, doing that. I got to actually do it. Yeah. Um, I, and I have them all written down in the book, you know, but it'd also be helpful. Um, just so we know where they're sure. Um, their talent stand, I should say. All right. So let's go back to the story. So, so you want to nuclear deploy, power plant. Yeah. Well, you want to, so plans for the future, check out the power plant. Mm-hmm. And I guess you want to start deploying the drones like immediately. Yeah, for sure. Um, I definitely want um, those up in the air. So and I'm not quite, I'm not super familiar with how drones work. So in terms of like their range and all that. Some of them, depending on what they are, can go like a mile or two. Uh, but the, 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 the main benefit of them is number one, they can go higher so they can see further. Even if it's just a mile away, they can see miles ahead. Some of them have, uh, live action cams. Some of them have recorders where they're just recording what they see. Um, but most of them have some kind of cam when they're flying. So obviously if you're flying up in the air, you're not going to be running into a tree or something. Got so it, it depends on what kind of what kind of um, drones you know that the, the we're we have, uh, but I believe that you can uh, record as well as see where you're going with those. So I'll say your drones have like a half mile range. Okay, and that uh, they have the live action camera. Okay. Yeah, and I'm just I just want to get them up in the air just to see if they can see. And obviously they're not going to be, you know, obviously they're not military grade where they can go miles and they can zoom in and everything like that. I'm, yeah, I'm assuming because it was an electronic store, it's just like the average. Yeah, you know, so, what you, yeah what like have. a hobbyists, right? Um, recreational use drone. Mm-hmm. So I just want to get them up there, and I just want them to get the feel. I also want to get the team uh, a feeling of just flying them around. I don't know what their, their flight range is and how long they can fly. That's, that's the only thing. So we'll just leave that so, up in the air for now. So, so we can. Yeah. See or... for, for now, but we'll say you're, you're going to deploy them. Um, they're going to pretty much, you're going to have some uh, two people start operating them right now. Mm-hmm. And in fact, you might even have like some of the teenagers around your camp do it because they're probably going to be the ironically the best operators of them. Which is fine. We just need to <laughs> we just need to make sure that they're looking for what we need to find them. You know what we need them to see. Because you know, kids these days are born knowing how to use phones and stuff, smartphones. I mean, yeah, I mean exactly. And so. you have that uh, whole issue of 
you know, them just being better with, you know, with electronics in general. So we're definitely going to do that. Um, and then see what we can see. And then, you know, try and get a comprehensive report. I also want to put somebody in charge of getting these reports all together uh, from the hunters, from the scouts, and from the uh, drone flyers. And, and just maybe giving me a synopsis of everything I see each day and then making a record of it. So it's not just me that's going to be getting it, but I want, you know, uh, you know, a whole team to be doing it because I don't want everything to be real. I, I don't want everyone to rely on me if I'm at some point eaten by a zombie or well, shot. You also do a fair amount of field work too. Yeah. Um, Cause I like to be out there with, with uh, the men and women of camp area well, do you have anyone you want to nominate for that <sighs> no i have to think about that one. Oh yeah take a take some time you have yeah i mean it's, a, it's, it's a, like I, it's just like me uh spitballing so to speak but i think it'd just be easier uh for someone else who's more in camp most of the time to collate all these different various factors well sure and then it's and not then, like they're going to radio into you while you're out in the field Right. Like, hey, we didn't find anything. Yeah, and I, I, I really do think we need to get like some kind of council together to to really go over this. And well, um, if you want, you can have your wife do it. No, that's true. Yeah, that's her. That's what she's doing. She's one of them. She right now she's going to be in charge of all of that. Um, until we we get something together. But like you said, because I'm in the field, I um. I definitely need this collated and I need it acted upon before I, uh, or before I get back because there might be an issue where I might be out and something's really bad going down. Um, so I want to look to that, you know, basically, like I said, uh, obviously with, with the drones and these zombie, uh, incursions, even if there's a couple, um, I want to get them taken care of. If there's a if there's a group or a, uh, like a horde coming our way, I want to be prepared for that. If we see a bunch of animals running in a certain direction, I want you know that's obviously a sign of an incursion, even if we might not be able to see it. So I want to get that all collated into into one uh, source, and then we can you know go from there. We didn't really get a lot done with this episode, but we, I mean, we administrative you know, stuff. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it was really like, a, exactly. Like I mean, it really was administrative stuff. Like yeah, nothing planning, really happened, but we were, we're really setting the field for. Well, you have, what may be you coming. have your security forces deployed for patrols now aided by drones. People are expanding the fencing, chopping down trees, clear cutting. Right. But yeah. And that's never, that, and that's never going to end. I wanted them to keep clear cutting until we have to evacuate everybody back into the camp so that's never going to end uh the hunting's never going to end because as we get more people we're going to need more meat uh we're also going to have to set up uh some uh areas in the back to start planting uh if possible plants so we'll um, we'll we'll definitely try that spring is coming soon so you could start looking into that right so i definitely want to keep clear cutting in the back um and cutting everything down as much as possible uh so our back area is wide open and you know start making uh farming uh areas and then also start putting up you know maybe even pickets uh 
to begin with uh, before we can get fencing up to at least defend somewhat what's going on there. But, there, you know, there's a lot going on administratively that we have to take care of, uh, especially with more and more people coming in. Okay, so we will start looking into that in the next episode. I guess we'll wrap it up here. All right. So in the meantime, remember to follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, Old Nerd, Young Nerd. And listen to us wherever you find your podcast, pretty much. We are literally everywhere. everywhere. And we're we're kind of expanding, too, um, onto other platforms um, that are coming out as I see them. Um, or as Derek sees them, he tells me, and then I apply, and then they they, they approve us. Um, so pretty much everywhere. I mean, like, you could even stream us from Alexa, which I think is awesome, because uh, I have Alexa. And she was she actually went off while we were recording the show. So definitely, uh, oh, that's what we that are, beep was. Okay, yeah, yeah, it was it was a delivery. All good. So yeah, so um, you know, definitely listen to us everywhere, and remember, normal is, is the, the new, new boring. boring. Yep. Thanks, Thanks for, for joining us, everybody. All right.